One of my favorite ways to unwind is by playing a game on my phone while I relax on the couch. And June's Journey is my new favorite as it combines several of my favorite things, finding hidden items, decor and design, and solving a murder. In June's Journey, you dive into June's captivating quest to uncover a scandalous hidden family secret while discovering the truth behind the unexplained death of her sister. As you uncover clues, you also get to build your own island estate with expansive gardens and beautiful buildings. You get to collect scraps of information to fill your photo album and learn more about each character. You get to chat and play with or against other players by joining a detective club. You'll even get the chance to play in a detective league to put your skills to the test. So can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. This episode contains adult themes and is not appropriate for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, the world. This is They Will Kill, a true crime podcast. I am Courtney Eck. And I'm Sadie Eck. Not much has changed. We still talk about murder every week, twice a week. So if you're here for that, you're in the right place. And it's Sadie's night to talk about it. Yeah, are you ready? I am ready for this. Born ready and remain ready. What do we got? This is the abduction of Heather Teague. All right. (gasps) Just abduction? Just as far as we know. Oh, God. Mm -hmm. One of those. All right. Yeah. On August 26th, 1995, 23-year-old Heather Teague was sunbathing on the banks of the Ohio River at Newburg Beach in Spotsville, Kentucky. What Heather didn't realize that hot summer day was she was being watched. No! No! Not just by one man, but by two. At the same time or separately? Separately. No! Shut it! Just before 1 p.m. on the other side of the river in Indiana, a man named Tim Walthall had his telescope out and said he was watching the birds near the river. Oh, God. But other reports said he was a perv who was really watching women on the beach as they sunbathed. Maybe both. Maybe both can be true. Both can be true. (laughs) Yes. Mm -hmm. As he was scanning the beach, he noticed Heather laying on her stomach on the beach lounge chair she had brought with her that day. And as he watched, he saw a man crouching in the woods near where Heather was laying. I have chills all over my entire body. I mean, people are not necessarily going out of their way to check out my hot bod, but the thought that a person could be watching you, let alone multiple people could be watching you at the same time, is probably the worst thing you've ever said on this podcast. I completely agree with you. That's so horrifying. Yes. Walt Hall said the man would stand up, take five to six steps toward the young woman, and then crouch again in the high weeds. He's he's got a telescope. He's watching this happen with his telescope. I mean, it's one, not two, but I mean, God, I hate it. (laughs) I'm so scared. And what do you do when you're across the river, right? She's across the river in another state. Those are big rivers that separate states. Yes. And he had a high-powered telescope. So it's not like he was just with binoculars across on the other side of the bank. (sighs) I'm so stressed out. 
throw rocks, throw a pigeon. <laughs> I know. Air horn. What are those oh, called? Like Yes, air yes. horns. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep one around just for this occasion, just in yes. case. Yep. Oh, my God. He described him to be about six foot one and around 230 pounds with a noticeable pot belly. He was shirtless with possibly bushy hair and a beard, or maybe was wearing a mosquito netting over his head. And we're going to talk about that more later. So just sort of put that aside for now. Yeah. The man was holding a gun. Oh my God. And Walt Hall noticed the man's hands turned into his body in an unusual way. Mm -hmm. Tim watched in horror as the man kneeled by the woman and put his arm across her back, which triggered a sudden struggle. Is he calling 911 at this point? Mm, Nope. The man then grabbed the woman's long brown hair, twisted it around his hand three times, pulled her head back, and yanked her off the chair. I'm gonna... I'm gonna pass out. He then dragged her off into the woods. Oh my god. After this, Heather vanished. No, absolutely nope. Mm -hmm. Maximum nope. So this is why I think that Tim was being a little pervy. Mm-hmm. So he hesitated to call police, yep. afraid he would get in trouble. But he finally decided to call 911 and report what he saw. Unfortunately, 45 precious minutes had passed mm. before police were able to get to the spot where Heather had been. It's awful. In one of the interviews I read, uh, they interviewed Tim, and he was like, yeah, I could see in the bushes where she was struggling, like the the, oh, you know, the bushes were moving. And I'm like, how are you just watching? Like, please get up and yeah, do something. Like, yeah. scream. Let him know that you see him. Like, it can't be that far that you can't make some sort of commotion. Something. Anything. Literally like, anything is better he's than He's in Indiana. Get a gun and shoot it into the air <laughs> or something. Totally. Like, please. Just guns lying in the streets of Indiana. We something. There. They're everywhere. Get in your car and drive. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I just can't. It, I can't. Get on your ski-doo it. and ski-doo yes. across. Swim. Options. Jump in the water. Pontoon. Anything. Anything. Yes. I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't. No. Okay. So Tim did give a full statement and worked with a sketch artist to come up with an image of the man he'd witnessed taking Heather. Mm-hmm. The only evidence found after a search of the beach and the surrounding wooded area was Heather's towel, her notebook, and pieces of the red plaid bikini she had been wearing. Mm-hmm. A farmer who owned land near the parking lot of the beach had just so happened to be taking video footage of crop damage in his fields Mm. and managed to capture footage of Heather getting out of her car that day. Wow. The video showed a red and white Ford Bronco parked near Heather's car. Mm. Mm. As word of her abduction spread and the description of the Bronco and composite sketch were released to the public, tips started to flood in. Many people called to say the sketch looked like a local man named Marvin Dill. Police decided to talk to Dill, and when they went to Dill's property, they found his red and white Bronco hidden in the woods near his mobile home. Mm. It had been freshly cleaned, but they noticed a small blood stain on the tailgate of the truck. They believed this was the same vehicle that was caught on the tape by the farmer. This case was a little tricky because I found a lot of different information Mm -hmm. um, or like really big 
parts of what like things that I would consider really important weren't mentioned yep. very often. And so I can't I don't know if I don't know if it's true or not. You know, I couldn't right. I yep. couldn't what's I the word I'm looking for? Hate that Cor- yeah. corroborate it. Yeah. yeah. So like one of the things I read was that he had a, a specific vanity plate mm-hmm. that you could see in the video and that that his Dill's Bronco also had the same plate. So it seemed like police were pretty sure that this right. Bronco was the same. But right. I again, I couldn't find that confirm out for it. sure. Yes. I hate Thank that. you, confirm. <laughs> yes. It happens a lot. If people mm-hmm. who are not making true crime podcasts, it's kind of unbelievable how much different information gets put out there. Right. Well, you I know, think and not even just to... like on Murderpedia or something, but even right. between like a show where the detectives are talking, mm-hmm. you know, like an LA Times article and something, you know, it's like it there'll be different accounts and it's really mm-hmm. hard to tell which one is true. Yeah. And and especially when we do a podcast like we do where we're not the journalists like yes. being, I feel like it, we get into bad cases of telephone sometimes where it's exactly. like this article said this thing and then this blogger Yep. accidentally changed a piece of it or did it on purpose or whatever and then so by the time we get to it it's like okay yeah so anyway take it with a grain of salt exactly yep okay so they saw a blood stain on the tailgate of the truck and they believed that this was the same vehicle that was caught on tape by the farmer mm-hmm. when they approached dill's house his wife came out but dill refused as soon as dill's wife was outside police heard a single gunshot and mm. rushed inside to find dill dead from a single bullet wound to his head. No. What are those? Yeah. So police believed Dill's death by suicide was an admission to his involvement in Heather's disappearance. And it proved that he was the one who had attacked her. I mean, certain doesn't look good. That's for sure. No. They learned that a few months before Heather disappeared, Dill was pulled over because of reports from concerned citizens who saw him driving around Evansville, Indiana, trying to, quote, pick up young girls. And this is another thing. Some of the reports I read said it was just a a traffic stop. Uh Doesn't say anything about the the very important piece of picking up young girls, trying to. Yep. In his vehicle, police found two guns, two knives, rubber gloves, duct tape, and rope. Also, does not look good. No. (laughs) God. Dill was arrested, but with no evidence he'd committed any crimes that day, he was later released. Dill was also a suspect in the sexual assault of a woman in Oak Grove Cemetery in Blackford, Kentucky, after someone tipped off police that he could be their suspect. But because of a partial disguise the perpetrator wore over his face, the victim was not able to positively identify him, so he was never charged for the crime. Mm Mm-hmm. Investigators brought Tim Walthall into the morgue to look at Dill and see if he was the man he'd witnessed on the beach. But Tim noticed Dill's head had been shaved and wasn't sure if it was the same person. Hmm. It turns out Dill, who usually had bushy hair and a beard, had been forced to shave his head and face while in jail because of a lice outbreak two weeks before Heather was attacked. Ooh, interesting. Mm-hmm. That's a big detail. Yes investigators weren't able to match the blood found on the bronco to heather and no other evidence was found linking her to dill so maybe dill shot himself because he had been doing other naughty things but he didn't do that naughty thing and he got scared and he just yeah yeah possibly got it so dill's family including his wife refused to cooperate with police or answer any of their questions 
In a grand jury deposition, Dill's wife pleaded the fifth and stayed quiet. Hmm. So without any solid evidence or other good leads, Heather's case grew cold. Mm-hmm. Investigators tried to comfort Heather's family and told her mom, Sarah, that they believed Dill had been the one to take Heather that day. But Sarah couldn't rest without knowing where her daughter was or if she was dead or alive. Right. Totally her body or anything. Yeah. Right. When there was no more movement in the case, Sarah started to ask for more information from the Kentucky State Police. She was able to learn that at some point in the years after Heather's disappearance, the FBI got involved in the investigation, but it's still pretty unclear why. Mm-hmm. Rumors started to spread that Heather had been involved in an undercover drug operation of some sort and had possibly been moved to the Witness Protection Program, but those rumors were never substantiated. And also, if somebody's a Tacky, like if that's how you get moved into the protection program, like you know, you have to go into hiding. You right have now. to. I'm gonna drag you by your hair yeah. into hiding. Yeah, yeah. I mean, unless the person that she was trying to hide from got to her before they could put her in the protection program, exactly. but still, but still, yeah. An FBI agent wrote in 2005, quote, presently, attention is primarily being focused on the strong possibility of drug slash prostitution in quotes, strip club slash public corruption link to Heather Teague's abduction. So that's a wow. lot of things like yeah. possible drug, his words, prostitution, public corruption. Yeah. Uh, investigation continuing is what his memo said. And in 2007, an FBI synopsis of the case also mentioned that something which was redacted in the memo was being, quote, kept a secret by the KSP, by the Kentucky State Police. Mm -hmm. Uh, No family member or attorney is aware of it, the memo said. I don't understand what that means. (laughs) It just means that there is... It was a heavily redacted memo that Uh Sarah was able to get from the FBI. Uh Uh-huh. And that there was some sort of secret being kept from everybody. Uh-huh. It's like Johnny Cons- Gotch stuff. Right. So the Kentucky State Police is keeping something hidden from everybody. Some, whether it's a piece shit. of evidence or we don't right. know. Um, but nobody's in on it. Interesting. So as Sarah dug deeper, she started to suspect that the KSP, the Kentucky State Police, it sounds really like when I say KSP, it sounds um really mysterious yeah so i feel like maybe i'll just say because i'll stop saying that (laughs) because they're not very mysterious (laughs) so they were trying to cover up information in her daughter's case Hmm. in 2008 after years of asking authorities finally let sarah listen to the 911 call from tim the guy who saw yep the abduction when she asked to listen again in 2016 she said they had her listen to a doctored call It was different from the first tape she'd heard. What is happening? According to Sarah in in the 2008 call, Tim said that the man could have had bushy hair and a beard or may have been wearing that mosquito netting or Mm -hmm. a wig. Mm -hmm. But then in 2016, when she listened again, she said Tim did not mention the netting or the wig. Sarah even took the Kentucky State Police to court to force them to release parts of Heather's case file to her. The KSP refused, but a judge ruled in Sarah's favor. They had to give her the 911 calls and pay $25,000 in legal fees. Wow. Yep. 
Sarah believes police were trying to make Dill fit into the evidence by adding the mosquito netting or wig information after the fact uh-huh. Uh-huh. But that Tim hadn't originally said those things. Got it. So in the first, the first call was doctored in 2000, the one that she listened to in 2008. Mm-hmm. And then they gave her the wrong version in 2016 without that added information is what she's thinking. Interesting. So mm-hmm. they added the mosquito head, net bushy hair thing. Yeah, or they had Tim call again, or who knows how right. they doctored it, but that's what she's thinking. That's what Sarah's thinking. How like, weird. And in the where she took them to court, um, there wasn't any dispute that she had actually heard two different versions of the call. Uh-huh. So it's not like she just misheard. And her attorney was with her when they listened to the uh-huh. 911 call, so it definitely was two different versions. So how that really did happen. Weird so weird like i can understand wanting to pin it on this guy but you i mean there's nobody pushing back it doesn't sound like you can just he's dead he killed himself you can right just be like and sarah's closed. pushing back and that's it but even so right. you can just say you know she's a grieving mom right who wants more answers than we have this is what we have period. right it's not you wouldn't make two calls unless you were covering something up right you know legitimately like, what are they trying to cover up? And that's, I'm sorry, Police guys. Involvement? Police involvement? <laughs> Police involvement? Yes. I mean, it's got to be something like that, right? Johnny Gotch stuff? I don't know. I don't know either. So Sarah does not believe that Dill was responsible for Heather's abduction. Hmm. She found FBI reports that a witness came forward and said that Dill had shaved his head two weeks before, like we already talked about, and claimed that Dill died by suicide because he was growing marijuana on his property mm-hmm. when state police surrounded his home, and he didn't want to go back to prison. Mm-hmm. Sarah thinks the witness sketch was prepared from Dill's driver's license picture, and that they were an identical match down to the shadows on his face. Uh-huh. Sarah said she first saw the composite sketch published alongside a news story about six weeks after Heather's abduction, and Dill died like three days after the abduction. Mm -hmm. And so then all of a sudden this, and I'll, I have pictures I'll, I'll put like do a side by side, but they are identical. (laughs) It looks like, you know, exact sketch of his driver's license. Yes. (laughs) What the hell? And then there's a different picture of different sketch of his full body. Mm -hmm. And that one doesn't look the same. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's very interesting. Yeah. So if Dill wasn't responsible, then who was? The other person who often comes up as a possible suspect is a man named Christopher Bello. Bello is currently, well, <laughs> I was hoping that he was currently in prison, but I don't think he is anymore. So mm-hmm. gulp. Gulp. Currently in prison for the manslaughter of his ex-girlfriend, Catherine Fetzer. In 1991, Bello and Catherine had a brief summer affair. They were both 26 years old and married to other people. It wasn't uncommon for Bello to drive by Catherine's house when he wanted to see her. His loud muffler would be the signal for Catherine to leave her home and meet him at the nearby grocery store parking lot so they could spend time together. (laughs) This went on for a few months, but when the guilt got to be too much for Catherine, she called things off with Bello. A few months later, on the Tuesday before Thanksgiving in 1991, Catherine left a note for her husband, who still had no idea his wife had cheated on him, saying that she was, quote, restless and going to the mall. Hmm. When she didn't return home that night, her husband had no idea where she could be, and she was never seen again. Oh, no. Deputies would find her locked car a day later, about 20 miles away from her house, in a gravel truck turnaround. 
The car had been wiped clean. There were no fingerprints, no bloodstains, no clues, and no sign of Catherine. Wow. Her husband would eventually find a box she kept hidden away that had a letter from Bello inside, and this is how he learned of the affair. He told police what he'd found, and Bello quickly became a suspect in Catherine's disappearance. Investigators interviewed Bello's wife, and she said a friend of her husband's had been at their apartment on the day Catherine disappeared to help Bello move a car that looked like Catherine's. When they talked to the friend, he said Bello asked him to move the car, which was the same make and model as Catherine's. He followed him to the same spot where Catherine's car was later found and watched as Bello sat in the car and wiped it down with a rag. He then brought Bello home. Hmm. Yep. Doesn't so detect- look good. No. None of it looks good. Nothing, <laughs> no. None of this looks good. <laughs> no. Detectives were sure that Bello was responsible for Catherine's disappearance, but didn't have enough for an arrest. Like Heather's case, Catherine's would go cold. God. When a, I know. When a new detective took over eight years later, oh my God. he was determined to prove that Bello had caused Catherine's disappearance. After looking into Bello's history, he believed it was possible Catherine wasn't his only victim. Mm-hmm. When he searched an apartment abandoned by Bello, he found a missing persons flyer and a briefcase that was left behind. First of all, like who, who has briefcases? Like who, this kind of guy, you know, he's got a briefcase that he's leaving behind in his appearance. Like I don't like that attaché case. He has an attaché. He works case. for the KSP. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Uh, so this missing persons flyer was for a 16-year-old girl named Christina Porco, who went missing from South Carolina in November of 1986. Christina left her home in Hilton Head, South Carolina, after getting into a fight with her mother. She had called a friend and asked them to meet her at the pool in their apartment complex. When her friend arrived, Christina wasn't there, but she had left behind her red sweater. She was never seen again. What is, where are all these ladies? This is Johnny Gotch stuff. Yes. I mean, there's, I didn't get into all of them, but there are like multiple, multiple, multiple people that like mostly web sleuths thinks that Bello is connected to. Yeah. It's just like ever, never ending. And then this person disappeared and they've never seen again. And this person, and they all looked the same. And it's just like, who, where, like, how are we not finding these? Because they were trafficked. Yeah. But like still just not a shred of evidence to where they are, who did it. It's really upsetting. It's extremely upsetting. Totally bizarre. Totally bizarre. Yeah. So the detective was intrigued and started looking into other women who had gone missing or had been murdered in areas where Bello had lived. Mm -hmm. This is when he came across Heather's case. Bello was known for his scraggly hair and beard, Mm -hmm. his pot belly, and for the way his hands turned in at an odd angle. Ding, bing, bing, bing. He bore a striking resemblance to the composite sketch of Heather's attacker, even the one that looked identical to Dill. <laughs> they, the two guys looked a lot alike. Yeah, no matter how you slice it, Bello, mm-hmm. it's not looking good for Bello either. No. It turned out that Bello was living in Kentucky in 1995 when Heather was abducted. Three days <sighs> after the abduction, which just so happened to be the same day that Dill died by suicide, Bello left town. Both Dill, Heather, and Bello hung out with some of the same people. A phone call that was placed by Heather on the night before she disappeared was made from a payphone outside a bar that Bello liked to go to. Hmm. There is also a striking resemblance between Heather Teague and Catherine Fetzer and 
also Christina Porco. Mm-hmm. They honestly could all three be sisters. Wild. Mm-hmm. So in an interview, Bello's sister told journalists that she let her brother stay with her for a while in 2000. She lived in Evansville, Indiana, just across the river from where Heather was abducted. She told reporters that her brother had a favorite spot that he liked to visit along the river on the Kentucky side. Mm-hmm. Quote, he liked the area of the lock and dam, she said. It just so happened to be the same spot where Heather was last seen. Mm-hmm. Quote, he would go off on his own like he was looking for something, she said. He would get quiet and seem to become reclusive whenever he talked about the beach. It's not good when your own sisters. No. Suspicious of your no beach special beach spot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She also said he kept a box of odds and ends with him. He once told her if anything hap- ever happened to him, she should keep it safe. <sighs> Not your mementos, bro. Mm-hmm. Not your creepy creep mementos. <laughs> Trafficking she, or uh-huh. serial killing mementos. She looked in the box and found it contained important papers. But it also had a collection of women's jewelry inside. When he saw her looking through the box, he moved his belongings into a different box that had a lock. Police have tried to find this box, but haven't been able to locate it. I just don't even know what to say. There's really, yeah, what can you say? Yep. Finally, in November of 2003, Bella was arrested after being accused of molesting his niece. And I didn't get into, I mean, fuck this guy. He was a monster, just yeah. like abusive and married a million times and raping everybody. And it's yep. awful. Yep. While in custody, police were able to get him to confess to killing Catherine Fetzer. Uh, and the detective was like, yeah, it took about four hours, but I finally got him to crack. <laughs> Good Lord. Uh, he said he'd shot her in his apartment and then threw her body in a dumpster. And this was manslaughter charge. You get manslaughter mm-hmm. for her? They just don't have any evidence, I Ugh. think. Except for his confession. <laughs> right. But I think even then, it's not going to hold up. I think he, he confessed uh-huh. and then um, pleaded. He pleaded uh-huh. guilty in uh-huh. exchange. They gave him a manslaughter charge. Got it. Yeah. He said that he killed her because of the affair. Mm-hmm. Because she called off the affair. Mm-hmm. So he pleaded guilty to manslaughter and was sentenced to 11 to 18 years in prison. I couldn't figure... I'd try to find him in the Ohio inmate system, and he's not there, so I'm pretty sure he's out. Yeah, he was He was due to be released in 2021, so I think he oh did his 18 God, years. Oh my God, that is terrifying. <laughs> this guy's out be. there. I know, and in like the, probably Indiana, so... Uh, uh, <laughs> well done, dude. Thank you. I really, honestly, right. I realized this right before we started recording, and I was like, shit. Like, he should be out by now if it was 2003, and then it's, like, 18 years later, and he's How probably How old is he out. now, then? Can um, I take him? I just, can I take him? Well, he was 26 when, in 91. Yeah. No. No. He's barely older than me. <laughs> no, no. Oh, no. I was 11, so he's 10 years old. Yeah, he's oh, not that shit. old. No, he's only he's in his 50s. Old. I can't take a 50-year-old man. I was like, is he 75 or well, older? he's not coming for you. He's coming for me. Maybe take it. He'll... He'll get to you through me. Sounds sadistic. <laughs> you know, and then you have to live with the guilt and stuff. But Damn he has it. To, if he's coming from the South, he has to literally like go through me first. So Doesn't anyway, matter. God, 
I hate this. But yeah, I was like, uh oh. Us aside, like that is very scary. He's scary. He, he is scary. Either is trafficking women or he's serial killing women. Either yes. way, he's 50. He's in prime shape to continue that shit. Probably learn some cool techniques in prison mm-hmm. on how to do it better. I know. And dude. he was already doing it extremely well. I know. <sighs> this I know. is not good. <laughs> no, it's not good. I honestly was like, shit, dude. It's out. That's not good. No. Mm-mm. So investigators haven't been able to find any evidence to charge Bello with Heather's abduction, but believe he's capable of killing others. I mean, clearly. Yeah. An FBI profile of Bello says he has many of the traits often found in serial killers. Mm. Investigators mm. say they are looking into other cases to see if he could be a suspect for those as well. Hurry up. Hurry Seriously, up. I don't think get they're it. working very hard. So nearly <sighs> 30 years have passed since Heather disappeared, and sadly, we don't know if she is dead or up alive in october 2021 human bones were found in the area where she went missing but they were ruled out as hers and i couldn't find out who they belonged to yeah i tried to find but they didn't say Mm -hmm. her mother has now spent more time looking for her daughter than she did parenting her (laughs) i can't i know Sarah will never stop trying to find justice for her daughter and just wants to know where she is. When talking about Heather, she said, quote, so many things are in your heart that are always there. My memories are now frozen with missing posters. I kind of wonder sometimes if she was even real. That is so devastating. So sad. And that's the story of the abduction of heather teague get the word out everybody get it out this guy is dangerous extremely dangerous Mm -hmm. and this poor girl just went just completely vanished nothing nothing no trace nothing no that is so strange how is that possible well i think it starts with telescope guy not doing anything not doing anything and just like sitting on his lore i don't want him to think i'm a peeping creepo I don't know. And then, Everybody, rush out and get, like, one of those chuckets that you have for, like, Labradors. <laughs> you know, just have yes. one. Just keep it by your telescope in case you see something that you need to warn somebody. Have, like, some rubber bands with some notes nearby so you could just real quick creep in the bushes, rubby bandy, chucky, mm-hmm. saved. Yep. Flash grenades. Flash grenades. <laughs> Smoke bombs. Airlines. Uh, bullhorn that's there you go you just if you're gonna have a high-powered telescope you also need a high-powered bullhorn you -hmm. need to be able to project your voice across the exact distance that the telescope allows you to see yes yep it's a responsible thing to do ryan got one of those like high-powered uh flashlights it's his new toy Mm -hmm. and we were laughing it's probably not funny because it's kind of true but we live really close to a army base yeah and he was like flashing it up into the sky i was like they're gonna come and tell you to turn that off like (laughs) (laughs) totally it's gonna mess with some sort of yes something a bunch of uniformed officers are gonna show up and be like Mm -hmm. bro yeah no yeah Yeah. but but if you got one of those you could flash it even in the daytime it's yeah high powered get him in his eyes and he can't see anymore yeah sos her sos Mm -hmm. we all need to have a plan for this also or just use your telescope to look at the outer space and not the ladies on the beach right if you're pointing your telescope down toward earth 
chances are you're going to get into some sort of trouble. Yep. One so way or another. Don't do it. Just don't look. Just keep your eyes closed at all times. Yeah. And then you don't have to yeah. witness terrifying, awful things. See no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. Right. The box, self, in it, close mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Done. Done. Nothing <laughs> so bad could ever happen to you. <laughs> you. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> God. That is so spooky and so sad and no thank you Mm -hmm. 50 kinds of scary in that one yeah i agree with you 100 percent and i'm like how yeah the sister knows that he's a creep so surely somebody knows something the police obviously know something because they're trying to cover it up right i don't understand that i still don't understand what that's all about like who because it doesn't seem like they would be covering it up because this other total creep did it Unless you know he's I mean? somebody's friend or somebody's helping him. He only him got some 11 way. to 18 years for full-on murder. Yeah. Another person, so. Exactly. So something suspicious there. Mm-hmm. Very suspicious I don't know what to say about that yeah, one. Yeah, there's nothing else to say, really. Mm-mm. Um... And that's fine because we have a whole heap of names to go through this week, you Let's guys. A do whole it. heap of names. It's name time. I was in Portland last week, and so we front loaded the last episode, so we didn't have any names, and now we have too many names. <laughs> Can, Can you really? It? Can you have too many names? No. No. If, if you're listening at work, this is time to unplug your mm-hmm. headphones so the whole office can hear. <laughs> I don't think that the main feed got that story. I think that was a oh, Patreon really? story. Yes. Oh, shit. One of our Patreon listeners commented on her Patreon that they uh, pulled out their headphones thinking, you know, normally your computer registers that the headphone is gone and stops playing <laughs> whatever you're playing. But she pulled it out right when I, right when the, it's name time happened. <laughs> <laughs> I like boss and coworker heard. And <laughs> yes. She had to explain what that was and why she was listening to it. Uh, so and then she funny. lost her job and now she's houseless. <laughs> oh. And we ruined her life. She had through name her time. some rent. She's not. She's she's still very happily jobbed and housed. We hope. We don't really know. I know. If you're Tell us, do, if you're if struggling, you your job. let us know. We'll do a GoFundMe. Yep. Anyway, in the meantime, um, somebody was watching Destination <laughs> so Truth. Sorry. Oh my so sorry. god! <laughs> oh, sorry. Somebody's having an attack. I just needed the attention back on me for a minute. Yeah, apparently, I thought you were just getting too excited for name time again. I am. They went to a city named Trashy Gang. <laughs> That's where I live. Sadie's in Onacock, Virginia, and I'm in Trashy King. Um, Did you come out? Did you see Dr. Box? Yes, Dr. Boxer Walkler. (laughs) (laughs) See, I'm so glad you keep these because I forget. I always think I'll remember. Yes. (laughs) Dr. Boxer Walkler did an eye transplant, right? Like an actual eyeball transplant. A cornea. Yeah, transplant. I was so confused. I was on TikTok, and this yeah. like young girl 
was talking about her eye transplant and I didn't know the history. You know how TikTok does. Yeah. Um, she was talking about her doctor real casually, Dr. Boxer Walkler. Walkler. <laughs> I was like, is it an eye transplant? Because it was in Beverly Hills. I made a lot of assumptions. Um, but I thought she just got like new eyes because she didn't like her. No, that's not what's happening. It was yeah. because she needed help seeing and she can yeah. see now. Thank you yes. to Dr. Boxer Walkler. <laughs> <laughs> um, Carla Hunt, which K, K Hunt is her uh-huh. last name. If you want to uh-huh. K Hunt. <laughs> Divorced Richard Dick Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> we, we all know why. We all know why they yes. didn't work out. Um, I was in... Portland? Yes, Milwaukee, Oregon. And Crumb Packer for Congress. What's <laughs> Crumb sign. Packer? Crumb Packer for Congress. Wow, he needs to win. Also, Everybody. Vance Vance Canner. I think that's another um, political sign I saw in Milwaukee, Oregon. So you guys have a <laughs> heated race out there. Yes. Crumb Packer versus Vance Canner. Who Jesus. will win? Well, you know who's here? Who's running for prosecutor here? Who? We've actually talked about him in our very first episode. Rod Cox. Lance Hamner. Uh, (gasps) (laughs) You're kidding me. No, he was a judge. And now for some reason, he's running for prosecutor, which like something must have happened. I don't know. I don't need to keep up with the local politics over here. But Lance Hamner. So it's all over everywhere. It's Lance Lance Hamner with a hammer and a elephant uh, someone lancing like lancing assist yeah right that's right (laughs) i would vote for him if he'd do that (laughs) anyway lance hamner needs to go against what vance canner (laughs) (laughs) tonight's debates lance hamner versus vance canner (laughs) there's also we're driving through west lynn oregon and there is a chow main lane and I was like, excuse me very much? Chow- <laughs> well, also racist-y, right? Oh, like, what? Yeah. It, it's for, it's in, in the Oriental apartment complex. Oh, no. Yes. Oh, no. Yes. Okay, but I looked yeah. it up, and they're constantly trying to get it changed. There's always, like, change.org petitions and stuff to get it changed. But apparently, there was some sort of lawsuit that the person who like previously owned the oriental apartments or some there was some dispute and he convinced somehow convinced like the city planner or whatever to allow him to name the lane that went into the apartment <laughs> complex and he named it the most offensive and like absurd thing he could think of which is chow main lane so <laughs> that's shocking everybody would go f- sign that petition because it is so strange to be driving down like highway 49 or whatever and just be like w- excuse me did i just see yeah. that correctly yes you did yes you did um there's a jacob Butterf butterruff butter butterf b-u-t-t-u-r-f-f butterf butterf no butterf um and brigida Taco Taco. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you pronounce that, but it's printed it's spelled Taco Taco. Uh, <laughs> um, there's a given name. Given name, Shelby Shelby. So it does happen. Proven. Proven. Yes. Correct. I really, I'm going to go back. 
name all of my children mm-hmm. Ek Ek. Ek Ek. Uh, there's a photographer for the New York Times, September Dawn Bottoms. <laughs> Kazen Anderson. Kazen right. Anderson. Okay. I'm yes. Kazen for that name. Dr. Harry Peepee and Associates. <laughs> I think it's Pepe. But he's a, I think he's a urologist too. Dr. Harry Pepe and Associates. Yes. But it looks like Peepee. Larry Flesh Sims. Yes. <laughs> Bonnie Bacon. Ginger Bacon. Cinderella Almond. What? That's gorgeous. So gorgeous. Cinderella <laughs> Almond, don't be crazy. Mm-hmm. Anita Glaze, and then parentheses, d- donut. <laughs> I need a glazed donut, oh, too, yeah. darling. I'm hungry. Deborah Sour Beer. Nah. Mm-hmm. Candace Weed Butts. <laughs> and Sunflower Begay. You guys, this is real. This is real life. This is real humans with these real names. If you don't believe in miracles, then you are not listening enough (laughs) to the name section of this podcast. Because Sunflower Begay. Almond. Cinderella Almond. Uh, It's just remarkable. Larry Flesh Sims. (laughs) Unreal. We had someone on Instagram talk about visiting... Let me look it up real quick. I think maybe you missed it. Yeah, I was out of commission um, last week. Somebody also sent an email with a bagillion names in them, but I need to respond to them because I couldn't tell which were first names and which were last names. So if you're listening and I'm not reading the bagillions of amazing names you sent, it's because I, they came through like in a clump and I couldn't tell where they started and where they stopped. This person said that they were in New Hampshire, drove by Butman Cemetery on Butman Road. <laughs> New Hampshire. I don't want Butman to be buried. Cemetery. I but I would get buried. I would get buried in Butman Cemetery on Butman Road. <laughs> For sure. Me too. I wanna how do you wanna cremate? Do you want to be cremated? Me? Yeah. Yeah, or like um science stuff, like mm-hmm. it could I'm be a body cadaver. Farm. Yeah. Body farm. Or I saw I mean again, it's all about TikTok. There is a human composting place give me the shivers Um, but it's it's all like super controlled and clean and then you just start turned into soil and then your family gets anyway it seems actually pretty cool cool. Mm -hmm. yeah i donate my soil Mm -hmm. for sure we're just like put me back put me back into the earth it's cool totally except i just burn up all the plants with all the margs in my system (laughs) (laughs) they're like the soil's not gonna work (laughs) no like the tequila's fine she was able to process that but her blood and her water all of her fluids are 75 percent acidic (laughs) from so much lime consumption (laughs) yes just burning scorched earth just burning up the lawn and stuff (laughs) So I'll probably just go to the body farm, which will probably do the same thing. I'll just but like burn everything up and right. They'll be ruin, like, well, this, ruin this their doesn't facility. help in anything. Yeah, <laughs> we were doing great until Courtney X body came around and she, she lit the whole place on fire. <laughs> she contaminated all of it. She threw off the pH of the entire cadaver field. 
Everything All of the centipedes died. <laughs> we were just on the right about to catch. What's the guy's name from this episode? That oh, was escape. That is out of. Yeah, just about yeah, to catch Bellows, Bellows. but oh, yeah. her acid body burned up the decomp that we were working on and <laughs> slipped Done. right through our fingers once again. Damn it, Courtney! So, sorry, guys, but. I guess he probably was the one that murdered you, which is why you're at the body farm. True. Shit. So true. <laughs> this case is tragic. I would have caught my it. own murderer, but instead, it too burned many, it all to the ground. Too many uh, Patron margaritas. Mm. What are you going to do? Nothing. I'm going to cry. I'm going to be really sad that you're dead. <laughs> well, speaking of Margs. What do you got for us for this week for Shouty Outies? Who has joined our Patreon recently? So many people. You guys are just geniuses. You are geniuses. There is no better place to put your money. Not the Mm -mm. ACLU. Mm -mm. Not (laughs) Planned Parenthood. (laughs) Not. uh, That's all. Those two places. Yeah. (laughs) Only options. Not the Uh, Sierra Club. Is that still a thing? Not. Mm. green piece <laughs> trying to think of all the <laughs> 90s organizations that we world pe- PETA. wildlife federation yep mm-hmm. so these are our new patrons you can sign up too for as little as three dollars a month yep and we're gonna put out we had a little bit of a snafu with our paypal it's a very boring and long story which i will keep to myself but uh delayed getting our goodies for our patreon supporters so we're gonna get them very soon <laughs> and then if you sign up now then you can get in on this round yeah i actually am starting to ten thousand fill months. out envelopes right now i started yeah. yesterday so yes get in get it good while well, the getting's good get right? in and That's get it good <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway thank you so much to jenna s Genesis, she's the beginning of the earth and the beginning of everything. Everyone comes from Genesis, and she was the Alpha and Omega and the sun and the moon and all of it, and not in a disrespectful way to people who believe in God and the Bible in a cool way. Like, she can be that too, because she can, because she is, and get over it if you don't believe it, because it's true. (laughs) Thank you so much to Nicole S. Mm Mm-hmm. Get a drink of water. Mm-hmm. Get ready. Because when I talk about Nicole S., it kind of uh, it takes me to a place that I really love to go. And I need oh, to you know where? Hydrated. Where? To, to Portland, Oregon, where Nicole lives. Oh, man. Well, mm-hmm. you're our people. We are. What if she lived on Chowmain Lane? I was going to say that, but I pretty sure that nicole would not live on chow main lane mm-hmm. i know that the housing market in portland is rough it's competitive it's expensive but even then i think nicole's standards are so high that she would not live on chow main lane in fact she would petition she's probably running for senate right now to <laughs> on the platform of getting rid of that racist ass street name because that's the kind of person she is mm-hmm. she'll just like go way out of her way and for causes that are important, that help other people, mm-hmm. and that are just not tacky and fucking racist. Right. <laughs> She's amazing. Yes. 
She's amazing. She is amazing. Yeah. She's saving fucking trees out there. She's, uh, the reason it's so beautiful in Portland is because of Nicole. Yes. <gasps> I mean, I don't know if you knew that. Yeah. I didn't. You think it's so the rainfall, but it's not. It's her presence. It's her. God. Yeah. You just drive around. You're like, holy shit. There's another mountain. Oh, the gorge. Oh, there's fucking moss on moss on trees. There's like foliage <laughs> on foliage because of Nicole S. God. It's all her. She needs and to the come food's good because of her too. Oh man. Yeah. Nicole, come visit. Make Indiana a little greener. And- mediocre in Portland until Nicole S. showed up and then Toro Bravo, baby. <laughs> Ramen. Oh. Alder and Sons, Tasty and Sons. I am so hungry. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to die of hunger. Chabatai. Thanks for nothing, Nicole. <laughs> oh, thank you so much to Ashley B. Ashley B. Attitudes. Remember the Beatitudes? What are the Beatitudes? What are the Beatitudes? Uh, I don't know. She is the origin of those. I'm just taking this to a religious place this week, you guys, because you make <laughs> me feel religious. You make my soul sing on fire. And when I hear about Ashley B., I think of, one moment, while I Google what the fuck Beatitudes are, be aggressive. No, they are not. <laughs> Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is... Ah, that's the Beatitudes? Really? Mm. Let's make up some new Beatitudes for Ashley B. Blessed is her, everyone who ever meets her, who's around her, who whoever sees her and hangs out with her. Also, blessed is her whole life and all of her friends and herself and her face when she looks at her own self in the mirror because she's so radiantly wonderful beautiful kind and considerate those are the ashley b attitudes yes (laughs) so yes (laughs) i'm really trying not to be sacrilegious but you people make me feel so good inside (laughs) thank you so much to kayla l Kayla la 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 Kayla Ellen Kayla L is on the fall in the hell <laughs> going down into hell kid to Kayla L because she's down there making all the hell better because she's so good she can do that she's an amazing person who can go into hell <laughs> Make it a better place. Because she's Kayla Ella. Thank you so much to Christina L. God. (laughs) Christina L. is not in hell. Because it was made too good that she couldn't go there. Because she is too good to go to hell. So that's not an issue. But what's her name? Christina? (laughs) Gotta get Kayla and Christina. Christina L., stands for you have the b attitudes for her i have the l attitudes Ooh. like the latitudes get it <laughs> get it the christina latitudes are love each other love yourself lovely is christina l and also la- live laugh love she coined that <laughs> she invented it so if you were using that one rich. you're gonna have to license it from christina live laugh love <laughs> And also, the last Christina latitude is mm, languish longingly, lovingly in Louisiana. You deserve it. You have earned this vacation. 
treat yourself hashtag self-care <laughs> it's an awkward one it's the more awkward of the christina latitudes but i love it you know who yes. doesn't want to languish lovingly in louisiana hashtag self-care uh, one more no, I really feel like I'm taking this to a very tricky place religiously. Let's, I mean, no disrespect. More. Okay. One more. All right. This. Thank you so much to PJO. What? PJO? PJO. It's <laughs> so cute. It's so cute. It's From like Canada. PJO. PJO stands for putting jams on it, putting yeah. them right on it, putting jams right on it every day and every night, putting jams on it, putting jams on it, putting them right on it. I knew we, I knew this would be a good one to end on. Thank you for dragging me out of my just like very pseudo sacrilegious um, rant. Great. I definitely hope you all mean that I mean that with the most love and least disrespect possible. <laughs> to the Christians listening, obviously not yes. the Patreon supporters. They're fucking rad. They get it. <laughs> said oh it before, God, the- I'm not not Christian. It's just, oh, I saw a really good thing, actually, speaking of that. I saw a thing that was like the rejection of Christianity as like this sort of organized, sort of, you know, dominant... Mm-hmm. creepy religion is like the most christ-like thing you can do uh, like, 100% right I was like, yeah it's not sacrilegious it's christ-like so exactly right i'm not not christian no because christ fucking ruled <laughs> so here, no like the the jesus lessons of jesus <laughs> yes. so behind i'm 100% behind yes everything else no all the beatitudes all the k, k- latitudes mm-hmm. all of them yes mm-hmm. christ the, ruled right like the the no the yeah yes i think we all we you and i get each other (laughs) (laughs) everyone else tanking in the ratings tanking in the listenership but you and i are fine we understand so i'm sitting here realizing that some of our upcoming patrons for next week are from the netherlands and from norway which is very exciting but i need to be sending some emails to find out how to pronounce their names correctly good good time to pause that's right reconvene i will cleanse myself of my heathen ways for next time yes so i'm really careful not to offend loving people who are good people that's right Mm -hmm. but thank you so much for being here everyone shit fuck yeah we love you so much oh i'm choking again i don't know what is happening because i'm hungry i'm also hungry laura's getting me a beto as sadie's youngest Mm. once called it and it will forever be called a beto which stands for burrito what if you couldn't make the leap (laughs) a beto beto smother Uh. smothered him yeah Uh, i want to be smothered in betos so i will tell you guys to come find us at instagram facebook twitter youtube and now tiktok <gasps> watch us awkwardly navigate tiktok at they will kill you know we put out one two videos and i was like i'll just keep it quiet until we can get more up and mm-hmm. then one of them got has like ten thousand views it feels yep. so exciting people love true crime man it is always a hit <laughs> they, i think they just come for my <laughs> my stellar performance <laughs> yeah so he's nailing it green screened it uh-huh. all of it all the uh-huh. things yep. i tried to use a sound i they don't have long enough sounds for the three minute videos oh they yeah, only about a that. minute 30 seconds which 
whatever. Um, yeah, go check it out. Please find it. Subscribe to it. Fucking do the things. Comment on it. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> we got a YouTube comment that was like, it always surprises me that people with absolutely terrible voices <laughs> decide to make podcasts. I was like, I have been saying that since the beginning. Nobody <laughs> the needs to juice. listen to my voice. Sadie's voice, fine. Courtney's voice, horrible. Uh, Chalkboard meets fucking cat fornication. <laughs> we also got a we got a comment just a minute ago. I think it was on TikTok that made me LOL. Oh, it was about. I did one of the TikTok videos on Paris Bennett, the mm-hmm. creep who murdered his baby sister. Yeah. And this person <laughs> said, oh, we don't need to listen to it. Stop giving your kids cow's milk and too much meat. <laughs> <laughs> Sound advice. Sound advice. I mean, just do that and then we won't have any like seriously psychopathic children running around doing terrible things to their siblings. Simple simple meat and milk get it out of there <laughs> unbelievable well yeah. also you can go to our website they will kill you can email us at they will and you can is that it rate review subscribe you can please. rate review subscribe we got one more sex gang guys if you want your stuff i still haven't gotten your addresses i mailed out my taxes today i could have mailed them to you <laughs> Yeah. Certified that right to your fucking house. <laughs> so if you want something from me, just send us your address and I'll yeah. send you something. I yeah. would like something, so I would send me my own address. Yeah, I'll we'll send you, you AJ Bergantz, <laughs> who is amazing, and we want to always thank him for his music. Thank you so just much. Just send him, just put him in the mail and send him straight to you. Yeah, put him on a crate with, with a keyboard, a synth, or some yeah. sort of piano, and it'll just come rolling awesome. out, playing our theme <laughs> song. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah, that's how it goes. I can't think of how it goes now. Is that how our song goes? does now does go like that now oh Uh, lord god and And remember don't feed your kids too much milk or meat (laughs) no meat and milk no cut cut it out box lock them in a box lock yourself in a box definitely lock me in a box because patron is after me what's his name Patton bellow bellow what Uh, bellows is after me Mm-hmm. So if anything happens, if anybody's telescoping me, mm. if anyone plans to telescope me, I just got chills at yeah. any time, make sure you keep a fucking bullhorn next to you. Seriously. How many amps does it need to reach across a river? Right. Research it. Be prepared. I, I think need, we need to people to telescope me. To telescope companies and make them sell <laughs> blowhorns <laughs> with their with just to be safe with the corresponding distance of sound right. ver- versus sight, whatever that is, <laughs> light waves versus sound waves, the same amount, right? Okay. River at least crossing a river amount of sound, I, and you need to test the wind. You need to te- <laughs> you know rivers are windy. Right. Yes. That shit's going to cross the gorge. It's got to be very powerful bullhorn. So mm-hmm. sign that change.org peti- petition when you're signing the chowmanlane.org petition. We got to go eat our beetos, man. Florence literally texting me right now that my food's here. We love you guys. Love you. Goodbye. Goodbye.
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.